Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Big news from Brooks and Dunn, new music from Josh Abbott Band, and an interview with Connor Smith. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of January 29th, 2024. episode of the All Country News podcast is brought to you by Good Sentiments, the candle line partnering with your favorite artists to create custom scents that benefit the charity of their choice. Get yours at shopgoodsentiments.com now. And now for the hottest news in country this week. CMT revealed their next Women of Country class for the year of 2024, and there are so many incredible women on this list. It's so truly amazing to see that they're continuing this tradition. And one of my favorite artists is actually on here. Her name is Carly Scott Collins. But we've also got Tiger Lily Gold, the Costellos, Tanner Adele. The list goes on and on. Make sure you head over to allcountrynews.com now for the full list and stay tuned for details on the tour that they usually do. We'll have all the details for you here first. For those that weren't able to attend Luke Bryan's ninth Crash My Playa, we have all the content for you. Obviously, Luke himself, but also Jelly Roll, Mitchell Tenpenny, Ashley Cook. I mean, it was some of country's finest. We've got all that up on our site now. Make sure you check it out. My favorite episodes include the legend himself, Mr. Chris Stapleton, who recently honored Kenny Rogers with his take on The Gambler. It will blow your mind. It is a must, must watch for the week. Make sure you head over to our site now to check it all out. I am so excited to announce that we are kicking off 2024 with some amazing tours. First up, we have the Reboot Tour from Brooks and Dunn. They're bringing along Ernest and David Lee Murphy. You are not going to want to miss out on this. Tickets go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m. local time, so make sure you head to their site now to check it all out. Megan Maroney announced the Lucky 2.0 Tour. There's only a few select dates, and I have seen that tickets are selling left and right for this one. Like I said in previous episodes, she's like the next Miranda Lambert. Um, This is just someone who is going to be selling out stadiums in no time. She's also hitting the road with Kenny Chesney. So if that sounds like your vibe, you're not going to want to miss out. Riley Green announced his inaugural Duckman Jam at Florabama, which is set for April 12th through the 13th in Pensacola, Florida. It'll feature artists like Tracy Lawrence, Jake Worthington, Drake White, and Ella Langley, as well as many more. Tickets are on sale this Friday, and if you're a member of the fan club, you can get tickets starting this Friday, 10 a.m. local time, and all tickets will be purchased at RileyGreenMusic.com. 
That's not the only festival news I have for you, though. We have the lineup for Bourbon and Beyond, which will be kicking off September 19th through the 22nd. This four-day event will bring together the best of music and bourbon and will feature incredible artists like Zach Bryan, Tyler Childers, Marin Morris, Matchbox 20, I mean, this list is insane. There are so many amazing country artists and non-country artists like Dave Matthews Band, Black Pumas. This is a festival you are not going to want to miss out on. So make sure you head to allcountrynews.com for all the details now. And that's not the end of festival announcements. Faster Horses announced their 2024 lineup, which features so many insanely amazing artists like Lainey Wilson, Hardy, Jelly Roll. I mean, this is truly a legendary lineup. Tickets go on sale Friday, February 9th at 10 a.m. Eastern at FasterHorsesFestival.com. Exciting news for all my Luke Combs fans. He recently revealed he is back in the studio and he's letting us learn about the songs that make up his next project. Make sure you head to his Instagram page now for all the details. Let's get to some new music this week. Josh Abbott Band released their latest project, Somewhere Down the Road, and I just love these guys. I think everything they do is absolutely spectacular. Some of my faves off of the album were Astronaut and Barstool Boys is a really fun one. This is definitely an album that I'm telling you to listen to from top to bottom. Make sure you check it out. Cameron Marlowe teamed up with Ella Langley for the most magical duet. It's titled Strangers, and as soon as I press play, I already knew this was going to be magic. These two are so talented. Their vocals pair together so well. This song is magic. And, you know, this may just be a personal opinion, but I could see this one going far if it gets picked up by country radio. You're going to want to have this on repeat. Another must listen for the week. Morgan Wallen is pulling a Taylor Swift with his new version of Spin You Around. Now, the story behind this goes that his old management is releasing some of his music against his wishes, so he's taking it back by recording his own version. I would love to know what you guys think about this version. I mean, if you know me at all, you know I am a Swifty, and I am all here for writers and artists owning their work, especially when they're writing it. So head to our socials and, you know, let us know what you think. I, I would love to hear what you think of his version. This next release I was so excited about as a Nashville TV show fan. I have always loved Charles Esten and he has finally graced us with his debut album, Love Ain't Pretty. It's got 14 tracks. The album honors decades worth of stories. It's country music at its absolute finest and another must listen for the week. I've got another really great album released for you, this time from Randall King. He just released his new album. It's called Into the Neon. And I have come to find that country songs that have the word neon in them or really just any genre with the word neon in them usually ends up being pretty special. And that is exactly how I feel about this album. You know I am a sucker for a title track, so make sure you check that one out. There are 18 tracks total. Again, I always tell you listen to an album top to bottom. But if I had to pick another favorite to listen to, I really like Hard to Be Humble. So again, make sure you check it out. 
Pryor Baird celebrated his Opry debut with a soulful new track called Might A Met A Girl. This one's really fun. I could totally hear this at a honky-tonk, you know, at the beginning of the night, kicking things off, you know, getting people relaxed, but also ready to get up for a night of dancing. Another really stellar track from this guy. Corey Kent released his new single, This Heart, and for those of you who are fans of him, this is right up your alley. He always knocks it out of the park for me, and this is another artist who vocally I really love. Make sure you give this one a listen. This next artist I always get excited to talk about, and it's not only because we share a last name, but because she's so talented. Her name is Mackenzie Porter, and she recently released four tracks off her upcoming album titled Nobody's Born with a Broken Heart. Honestly, all four are incredible. It's a really special sneak peek into what I know is going to be an amazing album, which will have 19 tracks. There are about seven tracks already available to listen to off this already, what I can tell is going to be a stellar album. Make sure you check them all out. Runaway June is kicking off the new year with a fun-filled new EP titled Smoke, Wine, and Whiskey. And honestly, this is another one, top to bottom, got to listen to every single track. You know, this band has been through a lot of transition, members-wise, but every single time, they knock it out of the park and the new members bring in something different. So make sure you give this one a listen. Patrick Carpenter released his new single, Made Me, and this one is all about how heartbreak can shape you. And this is a message that I think is so important and is so relatable. I think in life, sometimes you go through a breakup and at first it destroys you, but all of those painful moments in your life and the good moments in your life too, they all shape you into who you're meant to be. So I think it's a really cool take on this subject. Definitely give it a listen. Ashley Ryan's Too Far Gone EP is a journey back to her authentic country roots. It is titled Too Far Gone, and this one's really special. Vocally, this is more of what people think traditional country vocals are, but also with that new age pop element to it. I really love Hush Little Baby. You can catch the full write-up on this on allcountrynews.com and watch the video. Becca Bowen has released her new EP. It's called County Line. It is streaming everywhere and tells a vulnerable story of loss and growth. It's a collection of six songs and reveals a new side to her genuine songwriting and raw vocal talent. Now, the EP is only six tracks, but you're going to want to check them all out. My personal fave is County Line. I know, if you know me, I'm a sucker for a title track, and this one does not disappoint. You can listen to the new music out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist. Next, we need to talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Lauren Watkins' Fly on the Wall, which features Jake Worthington. I don't want to spoil too much about it, but I love videos that are duets that have both artists in the video. It gives such an added, like, extra feel to it, like the authenticity of it. And I love the way that they shot this. The cinematography is just really warm and beautiful. And it is definitely a must watch for the week. You can head over to allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media to check it out. And now I'm so excited to throw it over to Bobby Dixon and Connor Smith. 
Nobody wanted to know about the album. Everybody wanted to know if you were singing at your wedding. Okay. Uh, the answer is no. And I, <laughs> I think I morally am against it. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I'll respect people that do. I just, the last thing I want to do is, uh, is sing, you know, yeah. it's like, that's my wedding. I'm going to enjoy it with her and, uh, with my family and friends. And I'll have plenty of country artists there who can take the mic. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we'll see what the drinks do, but, uh, there's no plan to do it at least. I love it. Well, let's chat the album. Super excited. You know what I mean? For me as a country fan, you know, I mean, my whole entire life, I haven't heard an album so sonically diverse in a very, very long time. Wow, thank so, you. you know, I mean, I know that you previously, I think maybe you were talking with Ward um, there on Apple Music, but you said that it truly took like 23 years to get to this point to make this album. So what was that moment that you decided, you know, it was time to write down these stories and record this record? Yeah, that's a really sweet compliment. Um, you know, similar to you, I'm sure I, I just I love country music, right? Like I come from the the seat with a just deep respect and love for the history of country music, for um, country artists and for this genre, for this town of Nashville. And um, and so I've listened to so many albums. I've listened to so many debut albums as a kid who wanted just to be a songwriter for his whole life. Like I've studied those things. And so as, as things started to kind of become clear for me that it was time to really prepare an album, which took longer than I probably expected or wanted, but I do think it was in the perfect timing. Now, I'm so thankful that this album, I didn't have an album last year. I have no idea what that would have sounded like. And I don't think I'd be as proud of it as I am this one. Um, because some things just take time. And so I think as as this record was beginning to unfold, I was beginning to uh, imagine what my debut album sounds like. Uh, for one, I realized it was so much harder than I expected as I reviewed everyone else's album. Um, and then uh, two, I, I had a few goals, which was I wanted this album to say something. I wanted this album to have a level of depth to it um that to where it wasn't just I wrote 100 songs 10 people picked the 12 least hated songs and we threw them into a project um and so I really tried to have a cohesiveness to this record um that had for one all the sides of me as an artist and as a songwriter there's like you said there's a lot of diversity on this record um you know between baby eye to smoky mountains to regret in the morning to heating up like there's all these different kind of tastes of, of what i love and and what i write and then um i also wanted it to you know kind of have a storyline and, and not so much a concept record but in terms of you know the last three years have grown up so much so fast kind of thrown in this pressure cooker this fire of learning who i am as a as a person as a songwriter as an artist as a man um inside of this industry that is very holds a lot of pressure and a lot of uh, self-reflection i guess at every uh, turn um and so i wanted to take fans on that journey from i hate alabama and those songs of early on to you know what we come to uh with relent uh, on the heart and and then in the end god moments yeah i love that um so I love that you, I mean, besides I Hate Alabama, you had a hand in all of these songs. How did writing for this project challenge you? Yeah, so uh, 
I've kind of said it before. Um, being a songwriter is like being a gold miner and you just show up every day, right? And you just, you know, you just chisel to the rock and and 99% of the time you're, you're landing on rock, but you live and you breathe and you wake up every morning for that, that one day when you're going to hit gold. And um, so the songwriter, I think some artists like you'll, you, you find uh, and all the, all the, you know, praise to them, but th their first song they write is exactly their sound. It's exactly what people want to hear. And it's perfect. And I love it. Um, for me, it, it, I don't think it has necessarily been that. I think I've written songs. I was six years old and written every single day and signed a, a publishing deal seven years ago and wrote every day professionally for the last seven years. Um, and it just took me time to figure out, Hey, what, what's, what's unique, what's different, what's, uh, fresh and also relatable. And so I felt like when we wrote prequel rise, it was a turning point because once we wrote that song, it felt different than anything we had done. It felt fresh. It felt like my own thing that no one else was doing it. It felt like it captured the live energy. It felt like it still told a story, it, like had all these pieces that I wanted to kind of find. Um, and, uh, and so from there, it was like, I knew the recipe a little bit, you know, it's like when you go in the kitchen and you at least know the, the certain things to kind of shoot for. And so once I found the recipe, everything was so much easier. It was like, I wrote 300 songs just to throw it away. And then once I wrote uh, Creek, it was like every song after there mattered a little bit more. No, I love that. Um, but I have to brag. I mean, I love that I've gotten to listen to the album and like really digest it. Um, yeah. And I love that you're putting out 12 songs because um, that's like my attention span these days. And I can like fully digest them. But I kept on going back to one song and I think it's Roulette on the Heart. I mean, mm -hmm. it touches on themes of like love and loss and heartbreak, but you are so creative. Plus Haley Witters is on this song yeah, and I'm yeah. like blown away. So was there always kind of a chat of you having a feature on this album or having kind of more of a female part in this song as well? Or did that just kind of happen naturally? It happened naturally. It wasn't like we wrote that song with that intention. I had the idea. I loved the, the play of like, the kind of relatableness of like a lot of times love is like a game you know and and you you kind of step into a relationship and give your heart to someone knowing this either is going to wreck me or is going to be the greatest thing for the for future of my life right and um and then you know there's certain times where you know you give your heart to someone you know it's uh probably not a good idea but you do it anyways and i mean so i had that idea i didn't know where we would take it that day in the room um, with, with Chase McGill and Jesse Alexander um, and, and Mark Trussell. And I, I give a ton of credit on this song to those guys for um, really channeling some of like the energy that was brought out of this song. I think you listen to that song. I'm really proud of it as a songwriter. I, I listen to the record and, and not to put pressure on the song, but if there's a song I'd, I'd put my money on, uh, pardon the pun, um, it'd be really on the heart. Um, but uh the thing about that song I love is every line says something like every line has its own little twist and own little hook inside of it that points towards the hook. Um, it's such a relatable emotion. And so that song felt a step above right, right, when, right when we heard it. Um, and then the kind of idea was there, there's such a tension to the song already, but if you had a female vocalist on it, kind of add to the tension. And uh, Haley was the first thought when we kind of had that idea just in terms of, 
her and I at similar levels of our career. I love her. I love her artistry. I love her music. I love her, like her look and her brand. I just love everything about what she's doing, you know? And, um, and we've played a bunch of radio shows together and, and we're on tour with Luke Bryan together. And so, uh, and so I asked her and she immediately said yes. And um, it took us a while. You'd be surprised how many versions we had to go through to finally find the right one on this song, um, because I really was going to fight for this one. I wasn't going to let it be uh, just okay, but I wanted it to be great. And so I'm really proud of that song uh, in every way. And I'm very, very thankful that Haley um, said yes to being a part of it. I mean, I love all 12 tracks, but for me, that was the song that I was like, oh, like this is different. And I think it's, you know what I mean? The sonics of it. And I think the reason I love this record so much is because each song is sonically different, but they're all Connor Smith. They Mm -hmm. all make sense for you. They all speak to who you are as an artist. So why was it so important for you to kind of show a little bit of variety in sonics while still kind of sticking true to who you are as an artist? Thank you for saying that. Um, And that's part of why it's 12 songs, right? Like, I wasn't going to bite off more than I can chew. You know, that's a hard task to accomplish. And so with the 12 songs, I wanted every song to matter. And um, and I didn't like you can't really. I mean, the only two, I guess, would be heating up and creep will rise. I think you can draw some comparisons there, but it's hard to kind of compare two songs. Um, and so I, I wanted that. I wanted every song to kind of have its own role. Um, and I think. I started three years ago. We've been able to put out music, but since my EP, we've we've put out three, maybe four songs, which is a long time in two years of building a career. And so uh, this was like the first real like task I had to like fully let fans in in a way that I haven't been able to uh, and has honestly been creatively um, uh, frustrating for me as an artist who's always consumed by writing and writing and the fans and live show and how to build it. But once again, it goes back to the patience and letting it kind of take time. So I think in the, in the, in the way of just like we were patient with this record and I've had fans DMing me every day for an album for two years. And, um, and so the fact that we just allowed the process to take place, we didn't rush anything. um, And I allowed, I allowed myself to make sure that, when it was time, it was going to be great. Um, I, th- I think that was a big contributor to kind of the pride I have in this record. I love it. And I love, you can tell that you took time. You can tell that like you thought about this and if it wasn't right, you went back. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been consuming country music for 30 years. Like I can tell when an artist yeah. is that's right. But I, when I was listening through it, I'm like, meanwhile, in Carolina, it's the heart of the album. I love it. And then I was doing some research to talking with you. And you also said it was the heart of the album on one of your Instagram posts. So this is strange. (laughs) Well, you said it, you just said it there. And I was like, well, I'm sure she's gotten the press notes because that's what I've said from the start. Um, That's why we put it as track six. You know, it's the middle. It's the heart of the record. Um, it kind of draws the two sides of it together a little bit. And even Smoky Mountains, we part of the reason of calling it Smoky Mountains is because Smoky Mountains connects Tennessee and North Carolina. And so that's all me want Carolina, you know, it, it just kind of draws it all together. And so even in that, you can see how many little details I thought through um, and, you know, like just gave my life to uh, on, on making sure this record was, uh, I squeezed everything out of it. 
I love it. So my favorite question to ask people, especially when they do, you know what I mean? Like your traditional 12, um, you know, I'm sure all of these are your babies and you were very methodical about, you know, this song needs to go here, but I always love to know about the bookends. Like, mm. why did you start with Smoky Mountains and why did you end with God Moments? Yeah, I mean, that's a very clear decision there because Smoky Mountains was, that song became more of a song than I'd imagined when I wrote it. I was in an elevator in Cleveland, Ohio, or Columbus, Ohio. Um, we were opening up like a pre-party to the George Strait, Chris Stapleton show. And, um, and I was just in the elevator and I was thinking about the album. I was thinking about the storyline that was going through it. And I started to sing um, just that chorus, like sing me a song of the Smoky Mountains. So I wrote that chorus in that elevator, recorded it in my phone. And then began to just kind of spitball the the verse. So lyrically, I wrote that wrote that song and then brought it in with my producer, and we kind of built the track around it. Um, and so I wrote it as an intro track uh, because one thing I love about records is there's some songs. Not every song has to be the biggest hit, you know. Not every song has to be a radio single, uh, but there's some songs that should go on a record to like enhance the other songs. And so I really wrote Smoky Mountains as that. And so as as the intro track, it kind of set the tone for where I was gonna take the story whole songs about the tension of traveling and chasing down a dream, but also longing for home and rest and the people you love. And, um, and so Smoky Mountains symbolized home, Tennessee, all those things. And then God moments as we were kind of um, finishing out this record. It's funny too. side note. Um, one thing I found in my writing is that uh, I write the best when I'm on writing retreats. So like, I'll go somewhere for a week, camp out, stay there for the night. And then I have writers in two rooms a day. We write all night, all day. And I get 20 songs, you know, 12 songs-ish. And then like two or three will come out. So if, you, if I look down at the record, the songs that came from writer retreats were Heating Up, Roulette on the Heart, Baby Eye, God Moments, and uh, Trouble, um, and so like half of these songs came from kind of that environment. Um, so we were near the end of the record, kind of had the, most of the record at hand. And then I was like, how do I close out this chapter? You know, how do I, how do I kind of encompass everything I was trying to say and put a period at the end of the sentence? And uh, I knew it needed a life song. It needed a song that just kind of wasn't about a girl or about heartbreak or love. Um, but it just was a song about life. And so that was kind of the inspiration behind God moments. And um, just the reality that the one thing I learned in the last three years is that all of it's out of my control. And uh, some things are just left up to, uh, to the Lord. I love it. I love that. I think my favorite part of you promoting this album isn't from your Instagram page, but your mother's podcast. Yeah, I'm sure. Page. Um, I'm, sure. I'm obsessed with your mother. I had the chance to like meet her in passing at CMA Fest and Amazing. I'm obsessed with her. Um, but she posted this very, very sweet picture of you when you were itty bitty with a guitar. If you could give that little guy any advice about where you are now, what would that be? That picture symbolized a lot. Was the, um, that was the day I got my first guitar, which is the second verse of God Moments. Um, my dad bought it at a pawn shop. It was my fourth birthday. And um, my mom tells the story. I was a, a, a pretty shy kid and um, would kind of cling to her leg in, in most environments. And then uh, at my birthday party, we were in Cleveland, Tennessee, and I got this guitar. 
And that when I held that guitar for the first time, something in the world shifted and I started screaming um, Big Star by Kenny Chesney at um, at this birthday party. And that's what that picture is. It's me singing Big Star the moment I held a guitar for the first time, which is incredible. And um, and so, yeah, there's something that just happened. It's just a God moment, right? Where I was given this guitar, even back in like kindergarten, my report cards would say, uh, Connor makes up songs in his heads all day. Like there was something in me that just was kind of born to do this, I, I do believe, um, and just tell stories and be a songwriter. Um, and uh, and so thinking back to that kid at four, or that kid at six writing his first song, or uh, the kid at nine who signed a BMI, or the kid at 16 who got a published deal, or to the kid at 18 who signed a record deal. Um, honestly, I just play in God moments, you know, and just go, hey, man, it's going to work out. It's not going to be the plan or the path or the timeline you're expecting, uh, but it's going to be the one you need. And um, and beyond everything, you're going to be proud of how you do it, I think is hopefully the goal. I want to take another moment to share even more about Good Sentiments. This candle line is really special. Partnering with your favorite musicians and their favorite charities makes every Good Sentiments candle the perfect gift for any country music lover and any occasion. Some of my favorite candles are Slot Machine by Caleb Lee Hutchinson, Come On In by Track 45, and Yours Tonight by Walker County. There are so many more to choose from, and $5 from every candle sold goes to a worthy charity. Get yours today at shopgoodsentiments.com. Good sentiments. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.